The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. In this episode, we're going to talk about the amazing power of doing your own personal year in review and why, how, and when to do it. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. And we believe life is best lived as a love story. Your love story. After all, to love well is to live well. For more, check out SiennaandToast.com. But for now, here's this episode. Oh my gosh, this is episode 70. Seven zero. That's lucky, amazing. Lucky number seven. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, like we should do something. Going. We should do something celebratory for episode 75. Oh, or uh, I guess 100, right? <laughs> like, Aren't you like supposed to wait till markers. 100? I don't know. Hi, everyone. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Sienna and Toast Show. We appreciate you tuning in. We do. We absolutely do. With all the podcasts that there are out there, we appreciate you choosing ours. Plethora of podcasts. To be a part of your week. So thank you so much. We're kind of like a secret podcast. Why are we a secret? Because we don't... Because we're a stealth podcast. Why are you saying that? Because we're not on the like, we're not on oh, like know, the, the top popular. List. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's why we doubly appreciate you being stealthy with us. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful for our listeners. All right. So what are we talking about in this? Oh, you know what? We, okay. So for, if you listened to October podcasts, the October podcasts, we forgot to give uh, our date updates yeah in October right so here we are mid-November so we thought we would give you uh just a few quick a few quick updates mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um one of our dates we went and had a massage and I think that counts because wherever you can fit in self-care <laughs> is going to help your your partner yeah and and you know like full transparency right like I feel like with our date um, scheduling, yeah, you know, through the year, mm-hmm. well, let me be more clear about this. So going into this year, 2019, mm-hmm. Sienna and I scheduled time slots mm-hmm. for our dates. We didn't schedule exactly what we would be doing, but we said, okay, on this Saturday, let's yeah. plan a date right? so that we know... Um, and, and we were doing pretty good in uh, coming through on those commitments. Totally. Because yeah. because honestly, as much as we do enjoy spending time together, mm-hmm. we have found it a challenge to to commit to 
regular, consistent dates, meaning time that we spend together doing something that's not related to the podcast or to our website. Right. 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 You know, totally. Or music. But and I those, think all those things are great. But, but what I can say is that I think what threw off our dates. Yeah, the consistency. The consistency okay. is the move. Yes. Because we started to, we prioritize that. Right. You know, because the packing, you the organization. You don't have a place to live. Yeah. Well, even, and, and, and we chose doing, we chose structuring um, how we packed for the move in a way that was super important to us. Like mm-hmm. we wanted to not, we wanted to have the least stress. So we mm-hmm. wanted to do it in a certain way. And that took up probably more time than maybe people just throwing things in a box. <laughs> I don't know. Don't maybe. you think? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So I think the move was something added into the yeah. the mix. And yeah. then I think when we decided, Hey, let's revitalize our shop. That took up a whole yeah. That's a whole bunch of things. Huge project. Yeah, because yeah. it is a lot more work than what you imagine when you just go to a shop and you're like, oh, I'm going to pick this and add it to my cart. Like, there's so much that goes into it. But I'm still glad we got dates in there. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. did, and we were aware of it. Like, we weren't just like, oh, knowing that it was date day and just like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. Let's just ignore it. Let's just not say anything. Yeah. We had to be up. We had to like tell each other and tell ourselves like, okay, today's we were... a date day or it's tomorrow's a date day. We're going to do this. Yeah. Okay. Or how about we do this? Yeah. We're going to re. Yes. We're going to move and schedule it later. So anyway, that's so life. all that is the, the um, messy underbelly of kind of falling off the wagon with our dates a little bit you know underbelly. but that's how life is right that's life that's it it's underbelly kind of freaks me out okay all right all right so let's not freak in out anymore okay and we're going to talk about uh, uh, give a date update yeah right yeah okay okay so one was a massage one was the massage um that was fantastic i have to say yes you toast had cupping done in yours right yeah Surprise, first, like surprise cupping. Yeah, it first, wasn't like <laughs> first time I had cupping and yeah. uh, gua sha, yeah. I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. First time I had that. It was really trippy. Good. It was good. And, and you happen to have the LGBTQ therapist. Yes. Well, not happen. I chose her for yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, it was great. I mean, we didn't know if she was, but then when you got there, we knew she was. The gaydar. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. Bing, 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 yeah. bing, 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 um, And my massage was so great because I like a deeper tissue type work. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It was so great. And it presence, was so great. Right? Like, like, yeah. You can tell you know, when you're with a massage person if they're just doing it and going through the motions or they are really with your body and feeling it. Mm-hmm. And it makes all the difference, I feel. Mm-hmm. So those were some really awesome massages. So I guess that was like an unconventional kind of date. <laughs> we we kind of we cut that was like a you know, we we said this will be our date. And Let's we, call and it both, a date. Yeah, and we both agreed. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is our date. Hey, I'll take it. Okay. But the other one And we probably ate out after. I just can't remember yeah. what happened. That's how memorable it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. And then but the other one that was more of a like 
this is a bona fide date here, was we took an entire day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we drove two hours. Two hours out to what seemed like the middle of nowhere. Right. What is it called? Goldenrod, Washington? I don't even Let know. Let me look it up. I don't even know. I'll look it up. But where we went was to the Mary Hill Museum of Art. And it's in Washington State. It's on the north side of the Columbia River. It's a gorgeous drive out there. You're driving along the Columbia River for most of it. So you're in view of the water. And um, what was really enjoyable was the change of scenery going from all of the evergreen forest to, I guess, what would be higher elevation. And so the evergreen forest kind of falls away and you're just in what look, reminded me of cattle ranch kind of country. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of the Parker Ranch area on the Big Island. Yeah. yeah. And in the middle of that rural area, there's an art museum. On top of a hill. On the banks of yeah. the Columbia River. So it's actually in Goldendale, Washington. And there's spotty cell phone service, which was a little... That panicked me out. Because... Yeah, it was a little scary because, because the founder of this museum also built or had built a replica of... England's Stonehenge mm-hmm. monument mm-hmm. about, I, th- I think it's just a few miles yeah. from, from the museum. And the way that it's written about and, and talked about by the museum staff is, oh yeah, you just, you know, take, a, take a right and you can't miss it. You can miss it. Well, you can totally miss it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, a, you can totally it's a miss kind it. of a winding drive. We took yeah. two wrong turns mm-hmm. getting there. Maybe it's just us, mm-hmm. but it was, it was a little, uh, sketchy getting there, yeah. Because you're you're looking at you know Apple Maps on your phone and relying on that, and all of a sudden there's no service, and you're like, where are we? Yeah, but but we found it. Oh my gosh, we found it. There were actually a bunch of other people there doing the tourist thing. Oh, and we found the fruit stand. We there was so that was, was a nice a, yeah there was a fruit thing to surprise stand there and um yeah. So it was a whole day of exploring and beautiful scenery. The weather was just perfect. Yeah, the um, weather was amazing. Yeah, we had lunch at the museum cafe. Yep. With mm-hmm. the most amazing potato salad ever. Oh, my God. Yep. Because there was love in the ingredients. Right. We had such a kind um, person helping us with our order behind the counter at the the cafe and she encouraged originally we didn't get the potato salad as our choice and she encouraged it really telling us how it's made with so much love and so we were like okay but I swear it was so good (laughs) it was really good it was really good it was we talked that's kind of what we talked about during our lunch is how good the potato salad was and we were you know analyzing all the different components Mm -hmm. there were capers in it so I don't know if you like capers but it was just fantastic and it wasn't like over mayoed you know how some because when there's too much mayo it gets greasy 
Well, it's just an and oily. You don't feel good, right? You don't right. feel good, and then also too, mustard should not be in your potato salad, people. Well, you know what's funny is that <gasps> when no mustard, when the woman behind the counter was taking our order and putting all the food together, like she was a one oh, yeah, she woman was a, show. Yeah, she was a one person yeah. show doing everything behind the counter with such uh, a great spirit of generosity yeah. and life. Yes, and. So when we were giving her, you know, our order, what did we say? Oh, we'll have the potato chips, right? Because you could either have potato chips or potato salad, something like yeah. that, right? And she says, you sure you don't want the potato salad? Because, you know, it, it's it's really good. It's homemade. It's made with love. And we put capers in it. And as soon as she said capers, it was a yes. Yeah. Right. And she said no pickles. I think she That's specifically right. I think said, she no, said pickles. no pickles. Right. And we started talking about potato salad. I know because you can't. And how mustard is not. No mustard and no pickles, people. <laughs> Do not put it in potato salad. And easy on the mail. So anyway, oh. it was it was great. Yeah. She 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 was fantastic. And so she was. was our lunch. And uh, we actually learned some cool things at that art museum. Mm -hmm. One of them was that the founder, his name is Sam Hill, and he was a huge influence here in the Pacific Northwest, apparently back in what it was, the late 1800s, I guess. Mm -hmm. His passion was for building roads. What a weird thing to be totally into. passion. But this guy was, he, he was the main driving force behind the fact that Today we enjoy a gorgeous drive along the Columbia River. It's yep. it's a historic. That's what he built. Our, what is it called? A scenic, like a national scenic area. Yes, it's literally yes. designated as a national scenic area. Yeah. But yeah, all of the engineering and the public effort that goes into creating beautiful and safe roads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, the museum was originally the home that he was building for himself and his family. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And he chose that area because he had he had another vision of creating an agricultural type area there, but it didn't quite work out because of the climate. So he abandoned the home as far as making it their their um, family home. And then later his dream of building roads came right back up front. And he was able to bring that to fruition, focused on that, and then decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to turn what would have been our, our family home into a museum. And he and the name of it, Mary Hill, was actually the name uh, was actually named after his daughter, Mary, Mary Hill. So they call it Mary Hill. And so the building itself is also from that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which was pretty amazing in and of itself. So it was an overall really inspiring and educational and beautiful day yes and always very much nature and people mm-hmm. and learning about yeah learning about historical figures and being inspired by their lives yes yeah it's very cool so that's our date update <laughs> that's our date update yes okay so now we'll transition on to the show on to why how and when to plan your own personal year in review. We're coming up on the time where all of the magazines and newspapers are going to come out with their best of lists for the year and word of the year and all that kind of stuff. Well, we argue and advocate for 
having your own personal time of solitude and introspection to kind of do the same thing for your life for this past year. Totally. And to prepare for the next year. There's a t-shirt that I've seen aimed towards the, uh, the CrossFit kind of people. Okay. You know, like people who are into being strong. Yeah, yeah. And the t-shirt says, strong people are harder to kill and more useful in general. I like that. <laughs> okay. It's true. I think it's true. Okay. You know, and obviously in that community, the focus is on physical strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Yeah. That's part of who we are as physical beings. But I think the exact same thing is true of our inner person. Mm. Strong people. Inwardly, in your spirit, in your thoughts, mm. in how you conduct yourself in relationships. Harder to kill, more useful in general. Mm. Because, you know, for example, the, the woman who was running the cafe at the museum. I felt like she had a really strong spirit. Yes, And that's she why she was able to do her job in a way that was useful, not just in the physical realm. Right. But it was so useful to us in, in our spiritual experience yeah. of our interaction with her. She really, you know, channeled some great life energy into us. So mm-hmm. useful. So useful to the world and to the yes. human community. So I think that's one of the real attractions to doing this personal year in review. I think it makes us stronger mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm and that makes us more useful mm. in general because it exercises our spiritual muscles. I think it exercises the capacity that we have on, in the inner person of intending making decisions yeah you know like having intentions and directing our life and deciding what's important to us yeah totally so that we can uh, align our priorities accordingly Mm -hmm. i think that's Mm -hmm. so important um and really when it comes down to it like our life and our quality of life is not it doesn't consist chiefly in our outward circumstances. I mean, you, we definitely need outward circumstances to support our physical life. We need food, clothing, and shelter. <laughs> we need money, right? But the quality of our experience absolutely requires a kind of experience of that richness that is fulfilling. Because we've all heard stories of people who seem to have it all, right? They have the career success. They have the money. They might even have all all the fame and the accolades and the awards and the applause. But somehow, they're still miserable. Mm. And that is, that's very sad and upsetting you know so while we can chase all the outward stuff it's so important to take care of the inner stuff 
And I think that's mm-hmm. why, that's why doing this personal year in review and having a lifestyle that prioritizes exercising the inner person is, is so crucial to having the experience of a good life. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, I guess that would be my argument or encouragement for actually doing a year in review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it makes us more useful in general to the human community and to the world. I think it also benefits us just individually. It makes our lives better, Mm -hmm. not just not just other people's lives better. So that's yeah. my why we should do it. I think that's good. But now we need to I think that's good. Well, thank you. I mean, I I feel like you know, doing the review is is what you do in order to continue staying awake in your life. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what how was this year how was this year for you right right but also how would you like the upcoming year to be right what do you want to take from this year into the next year what do you want to leave behind mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and really using this personal review year in review to truly Assess where you are in all ways. Mm. You know, where where am I? Um, and to also incorporate where you want to go mm-hmm. and to just be aware of that. Okay, this is where I want it. This is where I am by doing the review. But this is where I really want to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but this is where I am. And taking time to define that in a in a more concrete way, yeah, instead yeah. of just being vaguely dissatisfied, right? Right. Because I think I think a lot of times we kind of just we're sleepwalking through life. I mean, I think that's that's a big problem. Yes, you know, sleepwalking through life, and we're just like we take things as they come, and you know, we know what we go. Oh, I kind of want to do this, and you know. How do you make how do you how do you make things happen or be a co-creator with spirit mm. to create the life that you truly want to be living and and the life and receive the life you're meant to be living if you're just kind of flabby fog that's flabby spiritual <laughs> that's flabby spirituality right like yes. your inner person is just flabby <laughs> And you right? want to be not, strong. You're not exercising. Yes. You want to be sh- strong in, in your, the inner spirit. Yeah, because yes. you do have God-given spiritual mm-hmm. capacities, God-given spiritual right. muscles. God- and part of yeah. exercising that is doing this review. Yeah. You know, look at it and don't see it worse than it is. See it as it is mm-hmm. so you know what to do. Yeah. Um, so how do, you, how do you do one of these year... Yeah, how do we do it? What... What might it look like? What might yeah. one do? I mean, when they sit down to do, you know, the personal year in review kind of experience. I mean, you kind of, you know, as we always say, like, do what feels good to you, do what feels right to you, do what calls to you. But as a starting point, yeah. what it you helps could to have some do, structure. Yeah. yeah. What you could do is make sure that, well, first of all, oh, I guess we're going to get to when. Well, 
talk about when. The reason why we're bringing this up now is so in that November. you can schedule it. <laughs> so schedule it. So the part of the why, how, and when, the when piece. Well, is to make sure you just at the end of the year, right? Well, yeah, but you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it like wait until December 31st to do it. <laughs> <laughs> because what if something comes up? What if something comes up? You might be having a New Year's Eve party that you're going to. You don't want to be, this is not something you want to rush. You also don't want to add so much pressure where it's like, oh my God, I have to do my end in year in review. You know, it's just something to really immerse yourself in and to see it as a part of yourself and spiritual care. So truly maybe schedule two times to do it in case the first one falls through because it is a busier time right now. Mm. But schedule it, you know, schedule it. And and I would suggest scheduling it um, within the first two weeks of December. Those mm. are probably, that's probably a good time. Or if you're able to, schedule it now, mm-hmm. you know. So that would be the when. Okay. As far as the how, one suggestion would be to start off with some quiet time. You know, put on some beautiful meditative type music, light a candle, and be cozy, have your journal, something to write on, and possibly ponder these next things. One of them being, first one being, to think about your 2019 and truly decide for you, for yourself, what happened in 2019 that you're really proud of. Hmm. Like to have a touchstone moment it could be a moment it could be a project it could be a relationship that healed um whatever it is but what what are you really proud of in 2019 something that can symbolize an accomplishment sure yeah for Mm -hmm. for this year Mm -hmm. Nice. and then another thing in this quiet time is uh what do you wish was different in 2019 what do you wish you did differently what do you wish went differently Mm. you know maybe a relationship shifted and maybe you feel like you had a strong role in that maybe something shifted with your job maybe you didn't exercise as much as you wanted to Uh, but what do you wish you did differently Mm. or went differently And then maybe the last piece to contemplate, um, and I think this might be maybe one of the more important pieces, is, is there anything that comes up that in 2018 you said you were going to do it in 2019, but you didn't do it? Hmm. And if there are several, which of those tend to always be on the list and it tends to never be something that you can come through on or accomplish or get to or somehow you're not prioritizing it but it's still there it is still there and it's still important enough that you are aware of it and it's still part of your field something that comes this is an example okay I think for me like 
it, it sounds like, oh my God, it's such a silly thing. But I'm, I bet people can relate. I have some books that that have been loaned to me mm-hmm. by an acquaintance. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the person who loaned them to me very well at all. But they were generous enough to just have them sent to me and loaned to me. I know they mailed it. Yeah. And and I've had those books sitting there for more, like a couple years now. I think over. And I thought yeah. my intention was I'm going to read these books. Yeah. I have not. Well, you've gone books. through them, but you I've haven't like read. I've flipped through the pages. But yeah. now I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, Toast, you're not going to read those books. Yeah. Let's return like, them. Like, let's get real and honest and you're not going to. Yeah. Let's just return them yeah. with thanks. Yes. Absolutely. And close the loop yeah. and move on. Right. Right. I mean, that's a small example. Right. Another, another example would be, uh, I guess, the exercise thing. Yeah. That I've talked about in previous episodes mm-hmm. that that always seems to be a struggle for me, like something that I want to be more consistent at. But I guess yeah. I just have to keep working at it, you know? Right. Yeah. But anyway. Another yeah. thing for us, I'm just trying to come up with examples so oh, okay. people understand what we're talking about. And I, I think an example for us was um, our our shop. Like what we're, what are we doing with our website and stuff? Yeah, we have this podcast and we're going to mm-hmm. continue that. But we've always known we've wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. Right to build up around it to fill out the uh, the, the offerings, scope, yeah, the scope of what yeah. we're doing and what we're putting out into the world, and and so finally this past year we made a big commitment to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, but that that had been something that was kind of like an open loop for a long time too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it could be, you know, and then maybe for you, for the listener, it could be maybe there's a maybe there's a business you want to start mm-hmm. and you've been wanting to start it for a while. Maybe there's a class you want to take. Maybe, you know, it's sometimes it's it's things like in Toast's example, the books that need to get you need to get back to mm-hmm. a friend <laughs> to close that loop. Mm-hmm. Um so sometimes it's a closing the loop type of thing item on your list other times it's a true soul calling item on your list you know so um so I think that third one thinking about what you haven't done that seems to be on the list reappear on the list every year that's something to really pay attention to and with that one that well okay so then when you have when you decide what that is for yourself so if it is starting the business then it comes down to not that you necessarily have to do that, but maybe you maybe you haven't done it all these years because you, you just don't really want to do it. Right. And that's okay. So then you let yourself off the hook. Mm-hmm. Make that decision instead of just continuing to carry it year after year after year. Um, or firmly decide this is the year I'm doing it. Yeah. But be, be declarative and definitive and firm yes. about what box you put it in. Oh my right? gosh! Yes, because I think that's that, the key. I, not right? deciding, right. having the cloud uh, again—that just takes so much energy. Yeah. But okay, so after you have that quiet time and you have looked and felt into these questions, then you decide what your big rocks are going to be. What the big rocks you're going to put into the vessel of 2020. 
You're going to put the big rocks in first. Your big rocks are your priorities. And you shouldn't have like, here are my 10 big rocks, <laughs> you know, because 10 rocks aren't going to fit into the, the container. Yeah. You so, can only have like, I think like two or three. I think that's three what is I think. The max. Three is the max. Yeah. yeah. I think. And that becomes your priority. And then all the little rocks, things that, oh, it'd be good if this, you know, they will make it into the vessel. You know, those little rocks, they will take care of themselves. Because and if they don't, it's fine because they're little anyway. Fine. Right. I think, I guess, as you're explaining or using the terms big rocks mm-hmm. and how we're saying, you know what, three is a max. Mm-hmm. Like if you're telling me you have more than three big priorities, you're fooling yourself kind of thing. That makes me think of the concept of really close, good friends. Oh, right. You can, like. Right. It, a hu- One human being can right. only have, like, I would say three for really good friends. No, you don't think so? I think I think for some it can be a little more than that if yeah. it's a group you've had. You know, like if it's a group of friends that okay. you've had, that you've had that bond from like maybe elementary school okay. to high school okay. because you have that history, right? Gotcha. So quote unquote good is defined in a different way okay. because the history, okay. right? But, but still the but, principle, the overall principle is that the the depth of the importance of these friendships yes. or the depth of, and the importance of these priorities. Right, right. It's such that you, you can't have more right. than a very small number. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it means for something to be a priority. Right. Yeah. So I guess we're getting worked up <laughs> about... Are we getting worked up? Well, I am. I'll yeah, speak I'm for myself. Like, I'm not getting worked I'll, up. I'll speak for myself. I guess okay. I, I, I feel like... I feel like... Uh, what's coming up for me is the sensation of having to push back again against the societal pressure to show up and get done so much things so many things oh you know what i'm you know what i'm talking about i know and you I know why we get coming okay, up for me i get again. worked up with that too yeah you know why i think we get worked up with it why? about that yeah because i think both mm-hmm. you and i naturally mm-hmm. so i don't think this this is necessarily outwardly influenced for us okay and then when you think about it, how can you really make that statement? Because we are influenced, right? Okay. But I think naturally the energetic pattern that we've come into this lifetime with mm-hmm. does contain this, um, we want to do a lot of stuff. Oh, you, you mean, and I. Uh, you mean our our. Our natural interests. Yes, we want to do this. We want to do this. We want to do that. Which then, which then creates a lot of things we want to do, like a podcast and a lot of things. Yeah, that that we feel they're all important Mm. because they all feed our souls in different ways. But we also have people on the other side of it, outside of each of those things. That are there receiving these things. Mm. So we want to do it for the people, mm. right? And so I think that's why that irritates us because we already feel our own internal pressure mm. because we naturally have a lot of things on our list going mm. all the time. 
Yes. All the time. Yes. Right? I agree. With, yeah. I see what you're saying. But because it's one business, right? Mm-hmm. Sienna and Toast LLC, it's under one roof. Mm-hmm. We think it's one rock, but sometimes it's, it certainly doesn't feel like one big rock. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. You know, it feels like six rocks. Yeah. So. So. So this gives me food for thought to, to give me myself... <laughs> Well, not to give myself, but just to be receptive to spirit, you know, mm-hmm. the goddess, the, the the communication between the great one in all, yeah. the God and me of like, okay, how to uh, relate to the call, mm-hmm. aka the big rocks. Right. In a way that's healthy, in a yeah. way, in a way that is not uh, infused or with the sense of pressure and demand and yeah, or urgency sometimes, or urgency yeah. where it's like everything feels urgent, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like you can't do all of that correct so fast, right, right, yeah. So, so okay, I think that was that good. I mean, we got really philosophical just I now. know. Okay, so... But the point is just... to give ourselves permission... Yes. ...to have a limited number of priorities and big rocks. Exactly. Because that's... But to review your year so that if you haven't maximized, and again, not from a pressure way, mm-hmm. I'm just talking about truly what you want to do, who you want to be in this world... Mm-hmm. Did you align yourself with that in 2019? Mm. And if not, make the decision to do so for 2020. And what does that look like? Mm. How yes, are you going to prioritize like? that? Right. And and with that comes calendarizing. And I know that might sound like, oh, my God, that's oh, my God, I have to calendarize that. There are things that you will need to do that, you know, today, things that you can schedule in your calendar to help you bring certain things to fruition for 2020. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest taking the time to go ahead and pencil those in, in advance, like how Toast and I penciled in our dates. But again, the whole thing isn't to be so rigid about it, but it's to have the intention, to bring your intention to the paper. And as you start living your life and continue to live your life, with your schedule, with all of that, with your priorities and who you want to be and what you want in life and what your gifts are. You want to make sure you're staying awake and alert in case spirit has something else. In case it looks a little different right. than what you originally and to be okay have assumed. Making a little shift here, yeah. sometimes making a big shift, mm-hmm. but you have to stay awake. And you also can't just, you know, be twiddling your thumbs waiting for spirit to speak to you right? and not make any move until something, right? you know? Yeah. And all of that speaks to the art of life. The art. Right? And of spirituality. Life. It's not just rote going through the motions. No. And a rote kind of unthinking oh ritual. Right. Or a rote no, I'm getting worked acceptance. Up of a one, two, three, color by numbers type of thing. 
No, you actually have I'm to getting worked up. Yes. Okay. I have to sniff okay. my aromatherapy. Okay. You know why? Because I feel like I used, I feel like I, throughout whole high school, throughout my college life, I felt like I was just going through the motions. And I feel like, gosh, that's a lot of time wasted. But anyways, mm-hmm. that, well, that was a while ago. Yeah. I mean, it's, and yet not totally wasted because that I know it's never really wasted. Forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never yeah, really wasted. You, you know, again, that's <gasps> like, that's, but, but see, we live in our, in our society. <sighs> I think school is one of those institutions that are set up to, to kind of lull us to sleep. In, I know. In, in this kind of going through the motions factory. Right. It's you know, like just listen. Sit there and listen. Don't talk line to your neighbor. Kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. When when things are, when all kinds of things are systemized, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like mm-hmm. interchangeable parts and, oh, you do these courses and then right. you get this degree and then right. you show up for the interview. When things mm-hmm. are so systematized in, in, in that way. Uh, and yeah, it does. The inertia of that and the effect of that is to kind of lull you in, lull us into a sense and a way of doing life that is rote. Yeah. And we all become these automatons, right? Right. Okay, but like that, humans, but, but we are pushing against that. We are arguing for and encouraging you to do a proactive, be more useful in general, exercise your spiritual muscles year in review. Yes, and it does take effort. Yes, it does. It does take a conscious it takes effort. effort. You're not going to want to do it all the time. Yeah, you're not going to want to. But just do it. Okay? Just, just do it. Do it. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm so hungry. Okay, we better. I, we I know they eat. may have heard our stomachs growl. <laughs> okay, we're gonna wrap this up. All right. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right. So if you're still listening, you get so many points because <laughs> we went off on a lot of tangents. We're also hungry, but um, thank you so much for staying with us, for listening to the podcast. We hope you did get some tidbits that are going to be helpful for you for this month that you will engage in. And don't forget, it's all about progress, progressing, and not about perfection. And we're all in this journey together. Thank you for being with us on it. We love it. We love this journey with you. Join our email list at siennaandtoast.com. Check out the shop for all of your woo-woo needs. Use That's kind of a joke. Use the, uh, what is our coupon code? POD10, P-O-D-10. One zero for ten percent off, uh, and that's it, right? Did we cover everything? Yeah, how come yeah. you're speeding. I don't know. I don't know. I feel awake now. That's yeah. great. Okay, I'm thank trying you. to wake us up. All right. So until next time, this is Sienna. <laughs> this is Sienna. <laughs> and this is Toast. And as always, we invite you to come and encourage you to live your love story. <laughs>
Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.